0: What is going on guys welcome to another episode of the mood lifters. I'm Tony and we got Chris and Grant here we're going to be talking about lifting our moods today. How you guys doing?
1: I'm doing really good. It's been a good week. What about you Grant?
2: Hey good morning everybody. I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting my head back on a swivel and uh, we're moving.
0: Guys tell me some updates. What, what do you had going on this week?
1: So for for me this week, uh, I started something called the Filthy Fifty Challenge. Uh, it was started by one of our friends, uh, Justice Marimi, um, and basically it's every day you do fifty push-ups, fifty sit-ups, and then fifty uh, pull-ups. And and so uh, I started doing that challenge, and we're almost a week into it now. Uh, and I feel really good with it. I haven't been able to do like the actual pull-ups. So I've been doing like a modified version of it, but overall, uh, I, I feel good. I mean, it was hard the first few days. And then now it's it's not like easier because my muscles are constantly sore, but it's still it, it it is easier. You know, I feel like my muscles are getting stronger, my body's kind of getting more used to the motion, and I'm not like dreading it anymore. Like I, I get kind of motivated and pumped up as I'm doing my sets. Uh, so so yeah, that, that's that's what I've been doing physically this week. Um, I've just been you know motivating myself and trying to prepare myself for the future and trying to discover my why. Like, why is it I want to work out? Why is it I want to get in shape? And, you know, just kind of start doing like my five and 10 year goal plans. And, and I've been excited for those.
0: Love it. I love the why thing. <laughs> the why thing, you know, sometimes even going through that process, you you discover it as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you my, my why now has kind of changed, but my why now is like I do physical activity to manage my, you know, stressors and stuff like that. And I'm also kind of helping people along the way to do that. So I'm paying it forward essentially. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's my why to help people with mental health in, in my way, you know, and I, yeah. I totally agree with that. You know, if you find that why it's like foundational to your success. And I know Grant has his why he even mentioned it to me and he's just like, you know, it's, it's this or I die, you know, and mm-hmm. that that's some real shit like that and, and him battling against that. Kudos to him, much respect to him in that regard.
2: Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, uh, it was more of like, uh, exactly as you said, if I don't do this, I die and coming to the realization that I want to live. I want, I want to hit 50, 60, 70, maybe 80. <laughs> uh, and if I managed, to, you know, put in the work, do the due diligence and, uh, really manage my health and manage my mental health then there's a very good chance that i'll do that but where i where i was at no shot i couldn't i couldn't imagine a man at that point hitting 40 and uh that scared me scared me enough to say all right let's let's pick up these dumbbells let's, let's go get some protein drinks and and hit it
0: oh yeah I
1: think, yeah i think that's awesome man
0: I was going to ask, Grant, how's your uh, how's your week been going? I know that uh, with the new job and everything, a lot of craziness is going on, but I wanted to check and see how, you, how you're doing. Yeah, how is yeah, the
1: new job? Uh,
2: the new job's interesting. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of like cram school right now, just with, uh, you know, these past two weeks has just been a mountain's worth of training. I've been going in eight hours a day and just training after training after training. This past week, I had to be at my desk at 6 a.m. for trainings on the East Coast um, so I was pretty dead tired, but you know, uh, on Monday I, I made sure I had the equipment, you know, I, I got my protein oatmeal, my overnight oats, protein oatmeal. I had, you know, I went and I got to GNC that weekend before, and I went and picked up some protein uh, shakes and I took that to work with me and I got some, some almond milk and I took that to work with me walked in with a big old bag of stuff, big old grocery bag, um, so that I could have the stuff that I needed to start making some more progress. Um, now the stressors for the week, my stress has been pretty high, uh, which everybody kind of goes through when they're, you know, transitioning into a new phase of life, we'll say air quotes, um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's definitely been a lot more stress than I've been having. Like my stressors before was just you know university, and university was paying my bills, so I didn't have to stress out about bills. I didn't have to stress out about groceries. Uh, bless you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, the the new stressors have definitely put some strain on me. But you know we all have to get used to stress eventually but it's the levels of stress that we really need to worry about especially when it gets really high up there thankfully um it's not been like crushing like soul crushing yet uh shouldn't say yet knock on wood (laughs) uh but i started putting the the elements of what i need to make it work in place and i mean like on monday i made a I, but I made a buttload of like chicken fajitas with that protein rice I told you guys about. And I just, I ate that for the last like three or four days for, uh, for dinner. And, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, I've been pretty proud of myself a lot, a lot, a lot, lot, lot better than the week before.
0: That's good. You know, taking it step by step every week. I'm glad to hear it, man. I know with the stressors, I mean, the topic of conversation today is stressors. What's really interesting about stress is like, you know, you have your physical stressors and mental stressors, physical stressors could be things like, um, you know, alcohol, um, over, over exercise, and things like that. And then like mental stressors is like your anxiety, depression, and all that stuff. And our body treats both stressors as just stressors. So it doesn't matter what they are, you know, your body is going to be your you're stress regardless, you know. And one of the things I kind of learned about stress is like, there's, there's essentially good kinds of stress as well. And there's bad kinds of stress. Good, good kinds of stress are like things that challenge, challenge you mildly, but there's a positive response in return. And we did talk about, you know, the whole entire thing with, uh, the dose making the poison last week. And I want to kind of brush up on, uh, the field of hormesis. And I've kind of mentioned to this to you before Grant, it's like, I think there was like some studies that were done on, um. Low, low amounts of radiation, providing a positive response on people's bodies, like a stronger immune system and stuff. And that's how things like physical activity, for example, can benefit people. If you expose yourself to, you know, somewhat challenging environment, you get adaptations in return. And with exercise, you know, you you build a stronger immune system with exercise, you know, you reduce inflammation. And then on top of that, you also build resilience to other stressors and exercise has been shown to manage stress resilience. And as I said before, it's like both physical and mental stressors on our body are considered stressors. So if you're, stre- if you're more resilient to stress, it doesn't matter whether it's physical or mental stress, you're stronger to, ha- you know, better a- able to handle it regardless. So that's, that's one little tip, you know, one little tool that can help you with stress is incorporate small bouts of exercise. I know, Chris, I know Grant, are, are they're both doing it, but uh, this is for our viewers, you know, the quick tip. That's why I'm like 10 to 15 minutes of physical activity. If you have time, just get after it. I know that today I have like a high, I'm like feeling super anxious today. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm trying to cram all this stuff in one day when I when I shouldn't. I'm just like trying to overwork myself. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to go into working out today, it's going to be a small bout because I know it's going to help me in return. And if I'm in there for longer than 20 minutes, then I'll just go and, you know, do the whole entire workout session and get the benefits from it. But I don't want to overwork myself because I know, that since I'm at like a higher stress level, um, I think that I'm going to be weaker in the gym, if that makes sense. Like, I'm all, I won't be able to incorporate or handle more intensity at the gym today. I know I just threw a lot on everyone.
2: <laughs> no, that's, that's, uh, that's real, man. That's real. Um, I think a lot of the time, one of the biggest problems is that, like, uh, especially nowadays, is that people, <clears throat> people feel that they don't have the time you know uh
0: i get that and
2: it, in reality you know not to not to be like attacking but it's like you really got to think about it to yourself it's like is it that you don't have the time or is it that you're not willing to make the time to make the progress that you need to get to that next level that next step um and that's been something that like i've been thinking about because like this week i wasn't perfect you know i i Made a lot of positive steps, uh, in the right direction. My breakfast was taken care of. I had my protein shake and I had my my protein oatmeal. But like one day, I stopped at 7-Eleven and I got breakfast pizza from 7-Eleven. I didn't even think about it. I was like, I'm tired. I want to get a monster for later. Uh, and then I saw it on the thing. And I was like, Let me get some of that too. And then i i got to my i got to work and I was like, Why the hell did I do that? And that was one of my biggest problems. A few years back, you know, I used to sling pizzas and deliver them to people's doors. And I was at a point where like, I would go to work, I would sling pizzas, I'd make 40 to $50 in tips. And I would go home after the shift. And I would spend every penny. By the time I got back to my driveway it would either be food or I would go to the grocery store and buy, uh, and buy other food. I, I, I was just screwing myself. You know, the amount of money I could have probably made by now, if I put, just throw that into an investment account. Oh my God. <laughs> but it, it was kind of like one of those instances where I, like, I, I regressed a little bit, you know, I didn't think about it. It, it was a subconscious thing where, like, and, and especially nowadays, I'm starting to realize even more and more, is like each action has like a subconscious reaction or vice versa. Um, and yeah, it was just, uh, and it, like, I felt disappointed in myself. I think that was like Tuesday. I was disappointed. I was like, man, Grant, you, f- you know, you fucked up. Uh, and I even felt myself regressing a little bit in like a little bit of my past traumas where I was like, I had a conversation with my roommate about, uh, she was saying like, you know, you say, you say the phrase, like you can't do anything right a lot. And I was like, I do. And I was like, I never, I, I didn't know. I didn't know I said that. I didn't know I said that. I didn't think I would say that, but apparently I do, you know, and she was just trying to help me trying to help me, uh, come to terms with like that reality. Uh, and that was a long conversation and a lot of mental stuff this week for me. Uh, just trying to figure out what's, what's going on. Cause I've been stagnant for the past couple of weeks and I'm trying to change that. I'm making these steps to, to change that for myself. And, you know, trying to make the plans like, okay, I need to get back in the gym. I need to get back on that. I need to get back to the, on the elliptical and getting those 12 minute miles with my, with a guy my size doing, you know, Moving weight and stuff, and I haven't been doing it, and I just haven't been making the time. Um, and I keep giving, I keep making excuses, and I'm having to get beyond the excuses and figure out why I'm sabotaging myself.
0: Dude, I just want to say, like, uh, first things first. Don't be too hard on yourself. One important thing with the nutrition aspect is that flexibility piece. And I know we can't be perfect all the time, but even if we mess up, mess up in a sense, there's always like tomorrow, right? You can, you can get right back on track and you, and that whole 80, 20 rules, the thing that I I love. And I I think that everyone should abide by and just really focus on like the 80%, like whole foods and then 20%, you know, indulgent or processed foods. And if you have a rough day, but if you need to indulge and in, let's say, you, you know, you want to give yourself a meal like that, don't be too hard on yourself in that regard. Yeah. Regardless, bro, we, we support you along the way. Um, keep hustling. I know that going about this process. One of the things I I would say in that is that you're going through a big man, mental transformation phase right now. Um, Chris is, Chris has gone through this phase, you know, where he was battling his his demons and he's been going through and you're at that phase right now. And you might like, as soon as you get past that, you know, little roadblock, you'll start to see the progress going forward as well. Physical progress.
2: Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. And, you know, i with this new job and the benefits kicking in, I'm probably going to be shifting into some therapy and stuff. And, uh, cause like a lot of that trauma that I'm carrying, like, uh, I just, I just think having somebody to help, unfold and sort it would would probably be looping. so i'm going to end up doing that as well
0: good good i'm glad to hear that chris were you going to say something
1: yeah i was going to say uh grant don't uh don't be too hard on yourself Yeah, sometimes we all stumble heck i stumble all the time you know still even though i've made a lot of progress i feel like in my mental health journey i still you know occasionally fall into the trap of binge eating you know and and eating my feelings and whatnot and you know so it still happens that um one thing that i found that really just helps keep i don't i want to say like the demons at bay but you know also helps just keep it uh raising my mood a lot is by practicing the try five on on a daily basis and i know it's something i brought up before you know i just try and do five things every day you know like for in each of the categories like tea's, uh time so like i meditate for 20 30 minutes uh, R is relationships. I call someone that I haven't talked to in a while. Uh, I just go through my contacts, my phone, and I pick someone. Uh, uh, I is income. Like what are you doing to raise your income level outside of your regular nine to five? Uh, B is body. What are you doing for your body today? Whether that's eating healthy or going to the gym or working out. And then E is like expansion. So it's like uh, I, I kind of categorize this one as what are you doing to put yourself towards like your five-year goals, or your 10-year goals, you know, like um, in, in like 10 years, for example, if your goal is, you know, you want to be financially free or set enough to travel to every state in the U.S., for example, you know, w- whatever that goal might be. Uh, but then what are you doing to do that? Are you are you watching some YouTube videos to keep that dream alive? Are you reading books on how to do it? Are you, you know, like, like what are you doing to help get you toward that goal? And just doing these small things every day, I feel like has really helped keep me on track and help keep my stress under control plus and and i don't know if this would this really applies to you i know it applies to me is i have very much fallen into the trap in my whole life of uh like needing to impress people you know what i mean or worrying about what other people think or or feel and uh, i know i think i mentioned it last week but i was recently talking with one of the one of my coaches and they basically made me realize that no one cares you know what i mean like no one thinks about you as much as you think they think about you and you need to do what makes you happy. So like this past week, I, I started implementing a, a few different things in my life and I, I cut a couple people out and I stopped doing some stuff that, you know, I was doing out of like obligation to other people. And it just, it just wasn't bringing me any joy. And, you know, whenever I made that cut, everyone was cool and understanding about it. Um, and, and I just felt much happier. I felt much better. And I started feeling like I finally started having control again in my life. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, thankfully, I don't know if that comes across as good or bad though. But no, thankfully, I uh, I've never really given two shits about like how people see me or perceive me. You know, I, I'm I'm the first guy to be like, when we go to the movies, I'm wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt. You know, if if I could go to dates and wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt and just be like super comfortable, I would. Um, you know, I've I've even suggested to some people like, yo, next time we meet up, let's do pajamas. <laughs> you know, <it's> just <laughs> I don't I don't like dressing up with a button-down shirt with the jeans and a belt uh, kind of thing. Uh, I just like being comfortable, and that's something mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. Is I'm trying to make my body more comfortable and trying to be comfortable living in it.
0: I was going to say, Chris, you and I, are deal, we, we deal with the stuff, you know, trying to please people and stuff. Grant, like I've known Grant, <laughs> I've known Grant, you know, most of my life. And I'm like, Grant's like more of a no-fucks-giving kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely, Chris, I've, I've de- dealt with similar situations. I still, to this day, it's like, um, you know, whenever I post that content, there's like this initial fear. It's like, oh, what if I said something wrong? But I've kind of mm-hmm. come to the conclusion where it's like, if I say something wrong and someone corrects me, I can kind of look at their correction and see if it's accurate. And if it is, be like, oh, my mistake. Thank you for teaching me something. And then just move on. Just disregard it, you know, or not, yeah. not disregard it, but take that into consideration and just go forward. And I think I think that's an important process for you to truly create who, who you are as a person and just going about that process and not really, it's more of like, you can accept it, but it doesn't affect you so much so that it just like, damn, you know. They corrected me. That sucks. My ego is in the way, you know, type of thing. Now it's kind of like, okay, I'll take that, learn from it and then take it forward, really help other people with it. So,
1: Yeah. Like, like I know a lot of people and it was me included for uh, the longest time. Like, I feel like I wouldn't even start something or do something because I was like worried about what other people would think or, or say, you know, that would, that would include going to the gym or, you know, following a hobby or, you know, whatever, whatever it was. But at the end of the day, you know, I you know, kind of just realized if I'm not going to take advice from them, why would I take criticism from them? You know, oh, you know, you're, you're lifting weight wrong, you know, and they, you know, it's just like <laughs> just something negative. All right. Okay. You know,
0: move on. Like it doesn't affect me. Dude, not anymore. You, even that I was going to say too, is like my, I, I posted videos of my brother time to time. My brother's a competitive power lifter. He understands, my brother understands leverages. With lifting, there's proper, proper form. And then there's a step above that where it's like leverages and the leverages, what, what looks like proper, proper form to some people is going to be completely different when you're pulling 500, 600 pounds. Right. So like, sometimes I'll post his videos and stuff and people are just like, you're going to break your spine. Like you, you, you stupid, like you're going to, you're going to injure yourself. And I'm like, no, based on his leverages, he's actually doing a correct pathway. It's more efficient for him to do this, to minimize injury, but like you have those people on the internet, they'll come and try to bring you down. It's like, they don't know what they're talking about. You kind of look at it in an outside perspective, rather than the ego based perspective you have. And you're just like, what are they talking about? That's so goofy. And like, I I, I agree with that, too. Because like, when I was younger, one of the things I used to deal with was um, people telling me who I was as a person like, Oh, you're going to be fat forever. Oh, you're you're stupid, you're dumb, you know, all this stuff. And I decided to start working out. And then once I started working out, I started to discover more about who I was as a person. And what they were saying did not you know, connect to who I am as a person. So then I would start fighting back, you know, in disagreement, talking back and talking shit back to them. And then they started pushing backwards because I wasn't a pushover anymore. And that, that's just like a more extreme example for me being in high school. But I I, I get where you're, where you're coming from because I still deal with those kind of things on the regular. And I really focus on trying to build, you know, who I am as a person. And if I make mistakes along the way, it's okay, you know, keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. 100%. And I, I feel like if stress like does get to you, like if, if you know, it is like overwhelming, which it does sometimes, like I don't know about you guys. Sometimes I just feel like there's so much stress going on and so much stuff going on that I just need to nap, right? I just need to go lay down and then I always I feel, feel better. Yeah, after a nap. But what, what, I, what I like to do is I like to just brain dump and I'll, I'll set like a timer on my phone for five minutes And then I'll just pull out like a blank sheet of paper, you know, and I'll just start writing anything that comes to mind, you know, and usually it's everything that's stressing me out. Like I'm not good enough. Uh, I got to do this thing for work. I'm going to fail at it. I got blah, blah, blah. And, and once I, you know, spend the five minutes and even if I don't have anything to write down, I still write down. I don't have anything to write down. I'm, you know, I don't have anything to write down. This is dumb. And, you know, and I just keep going until eventually like, oh, I had this one thought, you know, and then I'll write that down. And then after the end of the five minutes, I just go through and I break everything down and I say, okay, you know, how accurate is this statement? Well, no, it's not really accurate. That's just a fear-based thing. And then once I'm able to logically look at it, I feel like it takes a lot of that stress away.
0: Yeah, I can understand that too. I've done that with journaling before and uh, mm-hmm. I've seen some methods, even with coaching, coaching, yeah, coaching methodology um, from the precision nutrition certification I got where it's called like a brain scan of the sort, where you sit down and just write down your thoughts or just analyze your thoughts and what you're thinking about. It's like a five minute activity. And sometimes that's very, uh, very therapeutic for some people. Yeah. Um, I know that everyone's different, you know, they, whatever they're stressed with, sometimes they'll go to like, for example, with you, sometimes you go to sleep or, or take a nap. And then uh, sometimes with me now over the years, like my, whenever I feel about to stress, like I have this inner urge after the call and stuff to go work out. And it's just like mm. this thing after years of me just doing this consistently it's a way to manage my stress and like, bless you. <laughs>
1: Sorry,
0: thank you. Thank you, dude, Chris, you just keep sneezing away. Just get it all out. <laughs> this is my allergies, man. My allergies I was going to say, I was going to say too, is like, uh, you know, it, man, regulating your stress and regulating your emotions is a powerful skill to have. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And, um, You found one way, you know, you have a way to write it down. Some people need to meditate. Some people just need to do heavy breathing. Some people do yoga. You know, there's a variety of ways to handle that, you know. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you guys, I know Chris just said like a brain scan. All right, let me go to to you, Grant. Like whenever you're feeling kind of stressed, what kind of stuff that would you like to do? Or what kind of stuff are you implementing right now to manage your stress?
2: My biggest stress release has always been video games Mm -hmm. um and the biggest issue i always had with it was that i would i would become dependent on it and i would hit that escapism level and i would Mm -hmm. lose a day to the video games because i didn't want to be grant i wanted to be the dragonborn or you know, whatever the whatever like... the game I was playing, you know, I wanted to, to not be Grant at that time. I just wanted to not worry about anything. I wanted to, to play RuneScape and and just grind out levels and all of that stuff. And um, it's it's been it's been different because you know the life's been changing for me right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't I can't just escape for a whole day anymore. Uh. And so now it's even so simple as like, okay, you know what, I'm going to go take a hot shower. I'm going to, I'm going to get clean. I'm going to wash the stress off of me yeah, or, like you know, that. I'm going to, I'm going to go soak up some sun and recharge my solar batteries. I'm going to, you know, I can't really walk the dog as much right now just because of how freaking hot it is. They suggest oh, not to walk. They mm-hmm. suggest not to walk your dog if it's 77 degrees outside and there's sun out. Cause it's, it's too hot for their paws. And it's like, damn, dude, I like it's already 70 degrees when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. That
0: California weather's hitting right now.
2: No kidding. I was I was out in Cathedral City yesterday and it was a hundred and eleven degrees. Dude. Oh man. Oh my god, it was disgusting. Uh and I was I was just looking at the forecast, like their Wednesday is supposed to be 115. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, no, just um just getting like a little bit of movement in or you know, I feel like a lot of my stress kind of gets centered on my back, um, and so like even mm. some of my stress is like uh, I go to the chiropractor. I go to the chiropractor, and I haven't been in a couple of weeks. And it's like I woke up this morning, and I was like, my back was killing me. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to the chiropractor tomorrow after work. Um, and I used to go every single day when I was like starting my journey. Uh, and it was like, it was like every single week I would, I would go, he would reset me back to zero. And then I would slowly feel worn down, worn down, worn down. And then I'd go back again and he'd set me straight every single week. Um, and I'm, I'm a pretty big proponent for chiropractic because like, it's, it's a really easy way to kind of get realigned. I don't think people realize how important it is for like your skeletal structure to be uh, properly (laughs) maintenance, uh, having everything where it's supposed to be. Whereas, you know, if you, if you sleep wrong, you know, like, okay, you, you slept with your neck at a 90 degree angle, you're not supposed to sleep like that. So now your vertebrae are out of line and you got to go get realigned. It's like a car, man. Your body's a machine. You got to make sure it's calibrated, realigned, maintenance, all that stuff in order to keep it running.
0: Dude, I've never done a chiropractic work, but my brother's gone through some of this stuff and he had this injury where he, back when he first started the powerlifting stuff, his injury was more of like an overuse because he was training too hard. And uh-huh. uh, obviously his form's gotten significantly better, but he tore his upper glute. And uh, I always make the joke to him. I'm like, you tore your ass, bro. Like, that's so embarrassing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but he went through his chiropractor work and he just kept going consistently. And then like over time, um, with, you know, proper exercise and stuff and just really re- rehabilitating it. Like it, it, it's gotten back and it's, he feels like it's stronger than ever, you know, you still have that kind of dull ache sometimes, you know, with certain injuries, he just kept going. And it's something I've, I've considered because I've always done massage work. And usually when I go to the, if I go to the massage, massage place. They're like, what kind of massage do you want? I'm like the hardest you can possibly do it. And, and mm. like, I, I've had times where massage lady would use their elbows and just like dig in. And like, uh she'll be up in my upper back. And I have a lot of tightness here. This is where all my stress goes. Like It comes up here rather than my lower back. And like, mm. uh, she's just like sitting there and said, like, what the hell is all this? Like, it's like a rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know that afterwards I feel so good. But then a couple days after it like comes back, and you're like, ah, you know, type of thing. So like, uh, I I resonate with that too, especially the hot shower thing, especially at night, Uh, you know, hot showers before bed are really nice. Um, What I've been doing in this weather is like super cold showers. And Mm. like, I'll do that like midday. And that helps me uh, de-stress a lot too.
1: What I always found out with my back pain, is like Grant, I'll, I'll go get weekly checkups. Uh, Well, for, for me, it's like bi-weekly, usually like twice a month or so. Um, And and it really does, it really does make a world of a difference. 10, 15 minutes in the chiropractor and working on your back, like it, you, you leave with a world of difference, but like when I, when I get showers, like I'll, I'll specifically spend, cause I got real bad bag. I'll spend like, you know, an extra 10 minutes, just like letting all that hot water, just like soak, like right on my back or my lower back area. Um, and then, you know, before I get out of the shower, I usually like put my whole head underneath the, the thing and it's like just super hot. And then I just flip it over to frigid cold. And then I'll stay in that frigid cold for like 30 seconds or a minute. Before I shut it off, and, and like you said, at first it kind of sucks, but then afterwards you kind of look forward to it every day. And when you forget to do it, then it's like, should I go back and do it? And you're like, ah, you know, it sounds, it, it helps.
2: That sounds like some Stockholm
0: syndrome <laughs> convention <laughs> stuff. I, <dude. laughs> I've seen some stuff about that, but I don't know if it's like if there's any like I know that with cold showers, there's some research that supports you know its improvements, but like when you do the mixture of the two. I've seen a lot of martial artists do that, especially after like sore and achy muscles. They'll be like hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. And they'll do mm-hmm. it a couple of times. And like, they're like, oh, I feel better after this. So I, I definitely want to give that a shot. I'm curious now. I'm like, maybe I should Gosh. do some research as well. So, Well, I know like, again, one of
1: my coaches, just as Marimi, he does, he calls it fire to ice. So he'll go and he'll <laughs> sit in a sauna uh, and he'll sit in there for, you know, like 30 minutes or so. And then he'll immediately jump over to an ice bath. So whatever gym oh, he's God. going to is has this capabilities but i you know i ain't got it so i gotta i gotta fire a nice you know homebrew homebrew it myself but i mean <laughs> last week we talked about cyanide this week we're talking about stockholm syndrome i mean we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, a collecting, podcast, we're, we're collecting all the the
0: uh, infinity stones of this these topics <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then Chris comes in with it, with his villain laugh.
1: <laughs> but I know, I know,
0: I we know we're talking about, you know, managing stress and these are kind of like recovery stuff as well. Um, I know that, you know, we've talked about sleep before, but, um, sleep is also like another recovery topic where, you know, your body's taking shit out, like taking waste out when you fall asleep. It's a sleep, uh, is one of those metabolic regulators. I know that, uh, Grant deals with his, uh, sleep apnea. Um, Chris, mm. did you say you, you dealt with sleep apnea or, or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have like a sleep apnea machine and stuff Yeah, okay, cool. as well.
0: Sleep Yeah. Sleep Sleep <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, sleep, sleep is also like an important metabolic regulator. So if you're somebody that's like super stressed and you're not getting enough sleep, uh, look at your sleep schedule. You know, I just drank an energy drink, but we also got to take into consideration caffeine. Um, last week, you know, Grant and I talked about how caffeine could be like elevating cortisol levels. I've actually looked into this since last week and it does like, if you have too much of it, obviously your stress, if your stress levels are high and you're taking a lot of caffeine, your stress levels are going to be elevated some more and it's going to make it worse. And that's why you get like the, that anxiousness, especially when you take too much caffeine. And um, that's something to take into consideration as well. you know, your stress levels are constantly fluctuating um, recovery levels will constantly fluctuate depending on a variety of things, you know um, even recovery itself, you may be able to get a good amount of sleep, but let's say you have financial stressors. Let's say you have, you know, you're, you have an injury. Let's say, you know, you're, you're not eating enough. Like all those things can impact Family. recovery. And you, yeah. And like Grant, you resonate with that too, especially the financial stressors. I've been there, dude. Like you you'll yeah. get like, you freaking get 10 hours of sleep and you wake up and you're just stressed out about financial stuff. And you're like, that mm. sleep felt like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, sleep, that sleep felt like five hours compared to 10, dude. Holy shit. You know? So. Yeah,
2: that's definitely been something I've been I've been dealing with lately as well as like, uh, like, I'm getting flamed by my friends, because like, I'm, I'm living like an old man right now. I'm in bed at 9pm. Nine, 9 because <laughs> I'm having to wake up at five. And I'm like, they're like, why are you going to bed? So like, we don't see you anymore. It's like, dude, I need to get eight hours of sleep. Like, what part yeah. of that don't you understand? And it's like, even still with like, shifting my schedule, because like, you know, I used to go to bed at, at you know, fucking midnight. And now I'm going to bed hours earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm still like I've never really been a morning person. Unfortunately, I'm trying to to adopt that mentality of like being like waking up and like
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> let's go. But uh, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. Yeah, I'm much. Like. I'm, I, yeah, I'm very. I'm much more comfortable as a night owl for sure. Um, but with this job, I don't get that luxury. And mm-hmm. in order to fix the financial, I need to, to shift my my life. Um, and I'm not willing to sacrifice the recovery and sleep just to spend an hour or two with my friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like, sure, I miss, I miss, you know, dicking around until, until midnight, just hanging out online and shooting the shit. But I, I have to do what I need to do. And it's just something they're going to have to, you know, get over because I'm not going to Mm -hmm. quit that part of me. I I want to make sure I'm getting seven and a half, eight hours of sleep every single night because I need to have that time for my recovery. Um, and I'm just not willing to
1: to settle on that. And and I think that's good, man. Like I, I do the same thing, like I have to get up sometimes at 4 a.m. So dude, I'm in bed by like eight. Like I feel like old man status, you know. Which is ironic because my grandparents stay up till midnight sometimes and you know. <laughs> hey i'm just, I'm just like saying it, it's 8 p.m you guys i got gonna go to bed
0: hey keep it out out here <laughs> chris i resonate with that a lot because like when i'm sitting here and i go to i tell my guy like my buddies i'm going to sleep at 8 or 9 p.m they're like all right see you later old man and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like all right guys you know i need my sleep i need my sleep you know with with everything that i do and i'm like you can be talking all that crap but if this entrepreneurial gig starts working out real well who's the old man now because i got that hustle you know (laughs) (laughs) okay and
2: and, uh, i i even tried to convince my buddy he's like why are you going to bed so early i said dude you could go to bed early too and we could both wake up early and have a day to ourselves (laughs) it's still the same amount of time it's just Mm -hmm. you're getting your eight hours how many times have people how many people how many times people go to bed at one or two in the morning they're like oh Like I wake up at six or seven to go to work and it's like, okay, but now you're building a sleep debt and you're going to start reaching points where you're going to be fatigued and you're just not going to be able to to compete like you would normally in whatever Mm -hmm. endeavors that you have coming up, whether it's, you know, you're going to start slumping at work. Uh, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to hit your, you know, your exercise goals because you're gonna be dog tired, you're gonna be exhausted, and your body's not gonna have the time it needs to recover properly. And it's just, uh, it's a, it's a nasty formula set for failure.
0: Yeah, dude. And then also on top of that, you know, as we've mentioned before, like large bouts of stress, and if you get that stress buildup, can end up being, you know, making you more depressed, making you more stressed. And it's like so important to regulate that stress. And like, if you're not getting enough sleep, especially, you know, day after day after day, you're going to start to go one, you're just going to start to go crazy and you're going to start to think all these like crazy thoughts because I've been there. And then yeah. two, on top of that, like people are going to be talking to you and you won't even, you know, the conversations you'll have are just going in one ear and out the other. And you're like, I don't remember what I just said to this person. Oh, shit. <laughs> so <clears throat> definitely want to get that sleep in guys. Definitely want to get yeah. that in like
2: uh like 10 years ago uh when i was you know just about a year out of high school and i was trying to figure out like what the hell i was going to do with my life you know i was one of those kids is like oh i'm not going to go to college right now i'm going to take a gap year and that gap year turned to five or six years before i finally made the decision to go back to college but i was i was having to pay bills and i was having to you know figure out a bunch of stuff and i was getting to the point where like I was working security out in LA at USC and I was having to work this really shitty work schedule dude I was you know I was heading out there at 5 p.m and I was there until like 5 a.m in the morning and it took two hours to get there and two hours to get home uh and it just it stressed me out so much I was so stressed about like my entire deal at that time that I started getting panic attacks I started getting physically sick from the amount of stress that I was dealing with to the point where I was like I couldn't go to work anymore because the second I started thinking about going to work I would start vomiting and I had ended up having to quit that job because of just how much it was fucking me up Um, and that's that's like that's like that's like the extreme of stress that I've ever Mm. experienced in my life and I I do my best to not hit that ever again
0: (laughs) Because
2: That's a really bad place to be. In. I think it's really important for a lot of people to kind of understand that everybody's different, not just in physical appearance or attitude or personality, but also they're different in their, um, their resilience. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've always been a very resilient person and I've hit my, fuck, I've hit my limits a lot. Um, but I also recognize, you know, when I say like, Oh, I, I used to deal with this. And some people are like, I could never imagine. It's like, well, you're not as like, I'm not going to be like, well, you're not resilient. You're weak. I'm just going to say, well, you know, everybody's, everybody's got a threshold.
0: And yeah, that's yeah, true. You know, what, you're but
2: what what might overwhelm me might not overwhelm you or vice yeah. versa. And that's okay. It's not a competition. <laughs> I can still say, yeah, man, that sucks. That sucks that you're stressed. Let's work on it. Let's figure out a way to to fix it. Cause that's always like, that's my, that's another thing I've been trying to deal with is like, I'm personally the problem solver. I see problems and I try to figure out how to fix it. Mm -hmm. Whether And and the worst part is that I'm really good at doing it when I'm looking out. When it comes to problem solving for me, I hate doing it because I, I like to help people and doing it for myself I, I, don't, I don't see the I don't see the fix like I do when I help somebody problem solve something else when I give suggestions and they're like that's a really good idea I'm like hell yeah it is because I came up with it and it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be super obvious that it's gonna work out good you know and I, like just this past week and a half I've had people be like that's a really good idea like 10 times I'm like yeah problem solver man like that's that's just how I am as a person and But I also get really frustrated when I can't solve problems. You know, this new job, I I notice a lot of disorganization and I get frustrated because it's like, I just want to fix everything. And it's like, that's not, and you know, my roommate's like, that's not your job, Grant. It's not your problem to deal with. I'm like, ah! Damn Damn it! it. (laughs) I want to fix all the problems, man!
0: I was going to say too, I mean... You know, we're talking about that stress thre- threshold and even then, you know, it, even if everyone deals with it differently, there's always ways to, you know, increase that threshold. You know, you just got to find your way of doing it, you know, and uh, I'll keep saying it. exercise is one way to try it out, see if it works, especially for you guys listening. If you don't incorporate it, try it out consistently and let me know how it goes. We'd love to hear what you guys think and how it's helped you. And then I did want to mention too, I was just thinking about this. I actually took a note, but, um, what do you guys think about? Like, I know when I'm stressed, I eat shittier foods and I, I tend to want to be less active. I tend to want to like just sit in bed, you know, throw the sheets on, just chill. And I think that, uh, that happens to a lot of us. I just wanted to get your guys' take on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. That seems to be, it's kind of like that escapism concept that we discussed before. Um, You know, I don't want to deal with this. I just want to relax. I just want to have my greasy food. I just want to lay in my bed, and you know, shut the door and say, the world can't get me in here. Um, And that's your, your little escape. Uh, That was, that was my problem. A lot of the time too, was, using utilizing food or utilizing video games to not deal with the stresses uh because i would get overwhelmed uh and i mean i i've already spoken about it for an hour today so <laughs> <laughs> chris what about you brother
1: um i was gonna say no I, I, I can totally relate to that and i think it's a lot of stuff people don't quite realize is it is, how do I want to say like you you play in the comparison game a bit too, right? When, when you get to that stress level, like you think no one can understand me or, you know, no one, no one understands what I'm going through. And you have all this stuff that's stressing you out. That's unique to you. And the truth is you could throw a stone and find someone who can relate to you. Right. And I think it also goes back to the whole, like what, what Grant was saying, like what stresses me out isn't the same thing that stresses you out. Right. And I think that's all because of different life experiences and, and sharing identities and whatnot, right? So, like, you know, uh, someone who didn't have a really rough childhood, they might get stressed out at the simplest and smallest things today that wouldn't stress, like, you know, any of us out because we're like, oh, I've dealt with way worse than this before, you know. So, I, I think there's there's a level like everyone has an extreme, but their extreme isn't always extreme, right? And and so when I, when I go back to saying you can throw a stone and find someone who can relate, like, relate to you. I think that's true. And I think, you know, you just need to kind of stop, you know, and take a step back and then realize what is stressing you out and then how to solve it. And then kind of understand it's not, it's probably not as big a deal as what you're making it out to be. Right. And which is, I know for me, when I get super stressed, like I said, I want to take a nap too and I want to go to bed, but it's like when I was in the military, right. And I got to Iraq, uh, you know, stuff that stressed me out then was, you know, when we were shot at or blown up with IEDs and stuff like that, like it was literally like life ending things. And here, I mean, I haven't dealt with that in 10 years and I feel like that my stress threshold changed because now the simplest things will stress me mm-hmm. out. But then when I, when I take a step back, I'm like, you know what? It's not that big a deal. Like your mind goes to the worst case scenario and you're like, I'm going to get fired from this job or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And it's usually not the case. And mm-hmm. I think once you kind of realize that, like, that's not the case, then it, it's, it stops becoming that big a deal. And then you stop needing to just need to take naps all the time. And it
0: kind of helps get you out of that depressive state. It, does
1: my rambling make sense? I feel no, like, no, no, I feel it, like makes it makes perfect sense, sense in my head. <laughs> it
0: makes perfect sense. I was going to say, too, is like, um, even if you consider it, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, with the, with stress, we want to eat more junk food or we want to be more sedentary that's also a stress in itself. You know, you start eating more Mm -hmm. junk food. You're going to, you know, your your stress levels are going to be elevated and then the sleep and then like being more sedentary, you're going to be stressed out too. It's crazy how like you have to, you have to expose yourself to like a small bout of discomfort, even if you're feeling uncomfortable right now, but you, you need to expose yourself to some bout of discomfort that will actually provide you some satisfaction, if that makes sense. And it's like, you're stressed out. If you eat healthier foods, it might help bring down those stress levels just a tad bit, you know, mm-hmm. you're more sedentary and you're stressed out you might go outside for a walk and get some sunlight, you know, get some sun exposure. Next thing you know, your stress levels will go down just, just a tad. Very interesting how it's like on the spectrum, whatever you do on opposite ends, you can have like a super mm-hmm. stressful experience. But if you start to like try to close yourself off and escape too much, you'll get more stressed out from that escapism. So you want to kind of find that healthy balance between the two.
1: Oh, I completely agree with you um i think people need to be reminded more than they need to be taught right so it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's like like at least for me like i know this stuff right i know i need to go on a walk i know i need to eat healthy i know i need to do this stuff and to be honest it's like i know how to do it but i just need to get reminded of why i need to do it and and you know what the benefits are you know i mean and i think that goes back into to the whole why like i mentioned in the beginning you know so like i regularly do my try five and i listen to that e And I'm like, why do I want to reach this goal? And I just consistently put the media in front of myself that reminds me of why I need to do this and and whatnot and the benefits of this, you know, like one of my goals is I want to hike the mountains in Nepal, right? And it's like, oh, I can't do that if I weigh 356 pounds. And so I constantly put things like that in front of my face to just remind me that this is what I need to do. And it does help lower that stress level because it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, well, I do need to go work out today. And then when you go work out, you feel better. You know.
0: You had a very good point there. It's like environmental cues. Like having like when you wake up and you're like, you have your gym clothes waiting out right, right in front of you. It's like, all right, it's time for the gym. Or you have like, you go inside your kitchen mm-hmm. and like you didn't purchase any uh, processed foods or junk foods. And like those type of things facilitate, you know, a de-stressing environment. I think that's, that's another topic of discussion we can talk about in a future episode too, because that's a whole different, another beast in its own. And it's very, uh, it's something that we can all do, you know, some type of cue that helps us de-stress. And like, you might not see it when you're like waking up and you're going through your stuff, you're stressed out. But then when you'll go into a room and you have this de-stressing environment, you're like, oh, okay, let me take care of this right now, de-stress and then get back into it. And sometimes we definitely need that as well.
1: Yeah.
0: So many things happen at once, all these complexities and stuff and- just finding the ways that work best for you and just keep adding to it over time. You're gonna be like, Oh, I'm super stressed out now. Let me just go in my de stressive place and uh, mm-hmm. get after it. You know,
1: 100%. And, and that that's, I feel like just the, the big thing is small, consistent little things, right? Just just little things you can do baby steps.
0: I did want to mention something that I think a- anyone can do. It's very practical. Um, I would say, take it, you know, small steps like we've been doing with, with when talking with nutrition and mental health, these are some stuff I, ri- I wrote down and I'm just going to read them off to you guys. Um, just focusing on the fundamentals nutrition and nutrition is just eating uh, lean proteins like chicken, eggs, egg whites, and fish. Um, these types of things mm-hmm. help with brain, brain structure and function. Well, you know, with our neurotransmitters and stuff like dopamine uh norepinephrine and serotonin. And then in addition to that, you know, eating healthy fats that consist of omega threes that come from fish, nuts, and seeds, um, having a diverse palette of fruits, vegetables, and grains. Staying hydrated throughout the day is super important, and then, uh, like I mentioned before, just having a diet that consists of mostly whole foods, and if you pretty much follow that, that's going to help you with it with the nutrition aspect of de-stressing, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. um, it's it, and, you know nothing too crazy, nothing too complex. I don't expect you to go, all right, let's go on this crazy diet, let's get after it. It's just like just try this out, try this out and see what, how it works with nutrition. And then, like I like I mentioned to you guys before, it's not just you know eating. Nutrition that's going to help with the mental health. It's a variety of things, you know, just providing like having an a, an environment that facilitates that de stress and something that helps you improve your mood and well being. You know, incorporating some activity, going outdoors, going for a walk, and you know, working towards improving yourself overall. Um, these are things that we have control over.
1: Dude, I agree one hundred percent. What What are you thinking of, Grant?
2: I'm thinking about like. <clears throat> recovery whenever I'm like really sore I'll take a couple of BCAAs before I go to sleep or uh, you know do my best to get my hands on some really high antioxidant filled foods like blueberries and stuff and uh, you know being a big guy recovery is like constant
0: okay. I'm always
2: in I'm always in recovery uh and uh I just always kind of had to have that stuff on hand just in case I'm really feeling it. Uh, There was a point in time where I was taking like the BCAAs every single night before I'd go to sleep. But a lot of people ask like, Oh, do those really work? I mean, like for me, I would go to sleep, like feeling worn out and like exhausted and sore. And the next morning I'd be like good to go. And it would be just rinse, wash and repeat excuse me. Um, yeah, that's, that's, just what I'm thinking about right now.
0: For sure. I was going to say too, like with like supplements, L-carnitine is a great supplement if you have a high dosage for recovery. Um, if you have like ashwagandha, um, I don't know how to pronounce this one, but I think it's like, it's called rodeola rhodiola rosea. I think I'm mispronouncing it, but that helps with the recovery as well. If you take creatine, that's going to help too. And then the omega threes I mentioned before, obviously, you know, the nutrition is, 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 or supplements are nutrition's like top and the supplements come below that. And you, uh, just try whatever you can, the facilitator, you know, with recovery and stuff. Um, it's more than nutrition is more than supplementation. It's just a lot of stuff that we like a lot of practices that we have to have in our, whether it's in our household, whether it's things we're dealing with and how to better manage our emotions and regulate that, um, better sleep and so on. We are coming up on the end guys. You guys want anything, you guys have anything else you want to talk about or add to this?
2: Nothing right. I think that
0: can fit into the last couple
2: of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to
0: talk about, man. We could talk about this stuff all day.
1: Yeah. I mean, my, my final message is, you know, just keep going, keep reminding yourself why you're doing it and, and keep pushing you guys.
0: Hell yeah. I like that message. Keep pushing forward. Step-by-step. Step. Take those micro steps. Um, 1% growth every day. Do mm-hmm. that for a hundred days. You're a hundred percent better. Just remember that. Yeah. Grant. We're gonna conclude now. Any last words you'd like to say?
2: Yes, sir. Uh, just like we said, keep on keeping on. You know, we're all we're all there with you hand in hand. Uh, follow along. And the last question we got for you today is, have you lifted your mood
0: today? Thank you guys for watching. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to comment in the Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you guys out. I've been getting direct messages, but uh, it's also important to- Comment in the Facebook group because people can see the questions and you guys ask some pretty damn good questions. So please keep commenting. Um, Thank you guys for watching and we'll see you in the next one.
1: Take care, you guys. Take care, everybody. Be well.